It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day and you are indeed locked on magic today is december 4th 2020 my name is philip ross i'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com you can follow me on twitter at philip rr underscore omd on today's episode of locked on magic we'll talk a little bit about the mo bamba article that came out as mo bamba spoke to josh robbins of the athletic we'll touch briefly on that where things stand with him as we finally got uh, an update on him from Mo Bamba directly. There's, there's been a little bit of confusion on him, but so we'll clear some of that up. We'll talk a little bit about the Magic trying to pick up where they left off, whether they can do that, whether how they actually view their 2019 season in some respects and, and what they feel that they can still accomplish here, our 2020 season, excuse me, and what they feel they can still accomplish here in the 2021 season. And then we'll talk briefly about what Aaron Gordon is facing this season as he has to answer some big questions as his career has hit a little bit of a turning point, certainly a decision point for the Magic Forward. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're searching every download podcast for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast, you're covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail. There's podcasts covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best with a daily podcast five days a week. Want the lowdown on say? Let's start looking ahead. We're one week away from the first Orlando Magic preseason game with the Atlanta Hawks. So check out Locked on Hawks. Start studying up on the uh, on the competition. Want a little bit more on the big Russell Westbrook for John Wall deal? Check out Locked on Wizards or Locked on Rockets. Or if you're trying to get ahead in the NFL, there's Locked on Bucks. They're on their bye week, but there you can get Locked on Bucks, Locked on Dolphins, and Locked on Jaguars too. No matter what your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college too, there is a Locked on podcast where you can search for Locked on and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. One of the big uh, news items that came out as the Magic started to get ready for these individual workouts and individual training um, was something that Jeff Weltman said that you know a few about a month ago now that that Mo Bamba was still kind of on the back end of his COVID recovery. 
Um, and things were made even worse, or perhaps seemed to be made more dire, when uh, Steve Clifford said that, uh, and this was last week, said that um, every player would be available for uh, full contact, except for Mo Bamba and Alfred Gamino, and Clifford described Bamba as being a ways away. This naturally got some Magic fans a little bit panicky um, and a little bit a uh, little bit up in arms, saying, A, uh, why is it taking so long for Bamba to get over uh, COVID-19 um, or get over any of the after effects with COVID-19? And none of us are epidemiologists here. Maybe some of you are, but I'm certainly not. not very few of us are probably doctors. But I would always tend to remind people that, you know, COVID-19 is a lung disease. Um, it attacks the lungs and it attacks everyone very differently. So caution is warranted and caution is okay. I still expected Bomba to be ready to play um, some point near the beginning of the season, if not at the beginning of the season. I, I was never personally worried from the vibe that I got from Magic, but people were concerned. And obviously this is a humongous year for Mo Bamba. We'll talk about that more in the coming in the coming weeks, but um, this is a humongous season for Mo Bamba as he has uh, one uh, one year away from entering restricted free agency from the end of his rookie contract. So there is a lot on the line for Mo Bamba. So to have him start this far back, to have him not being around for training camp or for the early parts of training camp is concerning. You know, this is a this is a time, obviously, where players and are trying to catch up and get ready for a regular season. That is unlike any other, and any time lost cannot be regained. You can't fall too far behind, especially if you're a young player, like Mo. Well, Mo Bamba spoke to Josh Robbins of The Athletic, and I highly encourage you to go read that article to clear the air. And and the number one most important thing he said is that he is working his tail off to get back, that he is trying very hard to build up his conditioning, and really the only reason he's not around is out of an abundance of caution. I'm going to leave it at that because I do want you to go to The Athletic and read the article if you're not subscribed already. Um, you know, A, you should be. It's, it's, it, it, uh, I will endorse it. It is worth, it is worth the, the money. It is worth the price of admission. Um, but essentially, this is all just, just to say that, you know, we all maybe need to slow down and, and, and reflect and remember that we don't always have all the information. And while it is frustrating that we're not getting all the information. Certainly it's frustrating because, you know, we won't see the magic out on the court until next week. So we really don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll you know, the magic will begin a full team training on Friday. So uh, practice is get set to begin on Friday. Um, but uh, we don't have all the information with Mo. And, you know, again, I, I say this to a lot of people. You either trust the magical team, the Magic's training staff. You either trust the Magic's front office, or you don't. And if you don't, everything's going to be met with skepticism. Uh, and if you do, you're going to be willing to give them the chance to prove that what they're doing is right. I think the bottom line is the Magic have been very, very cautious with injuries for uh, ever since Jeff Weltman took over. Um, ever since Jeff Weltman became president of basketball operations, so it's not surprising me that they're being cautious with this because um, at the end of the day, Mo Bamba is a human being, um, is a person. And I think the Magic do value people. Um, and, and honestly, I, I, I do think that is something that is going to help their reputation throughout the league and help them uh, grow their reputation and give themselves a chance at you know some of the big names that I think a lot of Magic fans are hoping the Magic can make a run at. But the bottom line is this. Bamba will be back when his doctors are comfortable with him being back. 
That doesn't mean he is not doing work. That doesn't mean he's not putting in time. That does not mean he is standing still, twiddling his thumbs, waiting for something to happen. An important part of that article with, with that, that, that Josh put out, put out today um, is about is Mo Bamba and his discussion about his playing weight and him having a, having a conversation with the training staff about what his ideal playing weight is, especially now that he's having some of these conditioning problems and that you know maybe part of the problem was he you know wasn't you know he built up the weight too fast and, and his conditioning never caught up. Maybe that's a problem. So Bamba is going to play at a lower weight than was actually listed by the Orlando Magic on their opening day on their training camp roster. The other important fact, and I will share this because I do think it's important, so apologies, Josh, if I'm sharing a little too much. Bamba did tell Rob, tell, tell Josh Robbins of The Athletic that he is, has not experienced any COVID-19 symptoms since June. He has been symptom-free. The disease essentially cleared his system. Whatever after effects he's having is simply just building back up lung strength and conditioning. And that's where a lot of Bamba's focus has been. And that's frankly something that I think a lot of his critics have said he needed to build up anyway. So if there's a silver lining to all this, it's something that Bamba has had to work on and, and really be diligent about throughout the offseason. Again, I don't want to judge anything until I see him out on the floor. I don't want to judge anything until we see where he's at. And obviously Bamba has had a frustrating career to this point. Injuries injuries took him out of the playoffs in the first round in his first year. Injuries again, again, this issue, this COVID issue, took him out in the second in his second year, uh, and, and and at a time when he was playing very very well. Um, and, you know, actually, in the scrimmages in the short time that he did play, I thought the added weight helped him tremendously. I was very very excited with with what I saw from him. Granted, in the limited minutes uh, and, and in third quarters of scrimmage games, that you know, again, the Lakers and Clippers weren't necessarily taking super seriously by that point. Um, there was plenty for him to build on. Um, and I, again, I thought he had a fantastic 20. I thought he had a, not, not maybe not fantastic, it's a little too strong, but I thought he had a very good 2020 season making the progress that he needed to make. So we'll see what Mobama does when he gets on the floor. We'll see exactly what he looks like coming then, but it is good news to hear that he has been able to work. He's been able to get his stuff in. He's been able to put himself in a position to be on the court when the season begins. And we'll just see if he can get to that point. Coming up, we'll talk a little bit more about what the Magic see for themselves in this 2021 season as they get ready for the first day of practice. If you want to achieve your goals, though, if you want to get to where you want to be, if you want to get that job done, but you're just feeling tired, you hit the wall, it happens to the best of us, reach into your pocket for the conveniently small package of Built Go. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it every day with Go. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein, which is fast-absorbing and gets into your system fast, plus it's easy on the stomach. Built Go is loaded with good stuff to ignite your work, including beta-alanine, B3 honey, and a kick of caffeine. Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. 
Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. We're, of course, taking the weekend off. It is a five-day-a-week podcast. But coming up on Monday, we will have the first half schedule in hand. So we'll break down what the Orlando Magic schedule looks like for the first half of the season. At least the second half of the schedule will come out uh, at some point in the future. Who knows when? Um, but we'll talk about the first half of the schedule, what the Magic have to do to get off to a good start, which several players have said is vital to this team's ultimate success. Michael Cord williams actually pointed that out directly. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about the first couple days of practice as the Magic will have started practice as well. So be sure to check in with Locked On Magic beginning on Monday uh, as we dive headfirst into the season with, uh, with of course, uh, games starting on Friday. But undoubtedly part of what we're doing, part of what we're looking at and what we're seeing uh, this year um, is partially a response to what felt like a disappointing 2020 season. Um, the Orlando Magic had a worse record this year than they did last year or in 2020 than they did in 2019. Going from 42-40 and 40 in the 7th seed in the East to 33-40 and 40 in the 8th seed in the East. Small difference, perhaps, but still a difference nonetheless. And still a step back in a lot of ways. I would personally argue that the Magic's playoff experience and their continuity did help them kind of stem the tide. And perhaps, yes, a worse Eastern Conference got them into the playoffs, but to me, they still prove that 2019 wasn't a fluke. And in fact, when you look at what the Magic were facing and what the Magic had ahead of them, there's a very real chance that the Magic would have gotten to like 38 wins. So a four-win decrease, considering all the injuries they faced, I'm not going to call it a complete failure. Certainly, though, it was discouraging. Because the Magic said at the beginning of the season, they wanted to take the next step. They wanted to be competing for home court advantage. They wanted... To have a chance to do something great. At the end of the 2019 season, we sat here and said, this is just the beginning. This isn't a team that's going to be a one-off playoff team and fade into obscurity. This is a group that has young players capable of taking this team to the next level. At the time, we were expecting Jonathan Isaac to come to you know be able to take another step forward, and, and he certainly did. We expected Markel Fultz to provide something of value. That's kind of as a rookie, so maybe not um, completely. But really, it was all about Aaron Gordon. And we expected Aaron Gordon to take a major leap forward in his game uh, to, to lift the magic up to that second level, to that next level. And that didn't really happen. We'll get into some of those reasons coming up in just a moment. But if the magic essentially then stayed about where they were, why does it feel like the season was a disappointment? Why does it feel like the Magic 
didn't accomplish what they wanted to accomplish. As I've said on this podcast, and as I tell people, yes, standing still in this league is regression, is regressing. The Magic didn't have the season they wanted because while they didn't make the playoffs, while they did achieve that baseline goal, they wanted to show that they were more. Maybe they did. But the injuries prevented them from doing so. Well, I think we were in a good rhythm towards the end of the year. I think we were about ready to make a push after All-Star break. I think everybody was playing well. Uh, We had a good rotation, and um, uh, we were sharing the ball really well. We were scoring at an efficient clip, and we were defending pretty well. So I think we were about to make a run. Uh, You know, everybody in, in the East, a lot of the teams in the East were only one or two games differentiated in slot position, so I, I really felt like uh, we were about to jump a couple of teams going into playoffs. Um, but it, it's um, it's positive, you know, it's positive. We have a lot of the same guys back. Uh, so I think that continuity uh, is going to be really key for us at the beginning stages of this year. And uh, I think we're just only going to get better. I don't think uh, last year was a good measure of where we were at. I believe we were going to be higher than eight seed. I think we were going to get to about seven or six. So, you know, there was going to be improvement there, um, and it, it got cut short. I think we have a really good ball club. I think we're smart. I think we have uh, some depth to us, and I think we have all the necessary tools to make some noise in the East um, and, and really just show much more improvement. You have to love the confidence. You have to love the the belief that, that things were not as they seem. And certainly the injuries played a major role in slowing the magic down. It's a big part of Aaron Gordon's story, actually, which, again, we will talk about here in the third segment of today's show. The Orlando Magic certainly were poised to climb up to seventh at the very least uh, if the season had ended normally. The season went on hiatus for the pandemic just as the magic were about to enter the easiest part of their schedule. The part of their schedule that frankly they had been looking forward to, to the entire season, the thing that they had been waiting on the most to happen. The Magic were right there. They could see it. They could taste it. They could feel it. They wanted it. They were almost there. And they likely would have gotten to that 38-39 win mark. They likely would have gotten to the 7th seed. Saying they'd get to the sixth seed, that, that would be a bit of a stretch. The Magic did finish seven games behind the Indiana Pacers at the end of the day. Uh, or not the Indiana Pacers, behind the Philadelphia 76ers for the sixth seed. That would have been a humongous ask. But, nonetheless, could the Magic's 2020 season have been just a product of injuries? Could all that disappointment really just have been the fact that the team was hurt the entire season, that they didn't have their starting five together for most of it? or any kind of consistency in their lineups for most of it. Is that a sign that this team is better than we all think? It's certainly a possibility. It's not one that's been discussed very much that last year, that the 2020 season was somehow an outlier. Uh, An odd season where injuries took their toll and limited what the Magic could do. And the Magic are actually a much better team than we all think. I... I'm not going to subscribe to that theory, but I'm just going to put it out there in the universe to ponder. Yes, the Magic played better offensively. Yes, the Magic did a lot of things, were doing a lot of things really, really well, but it took a long time to get there. Once again, it took until the end of January for the Magic to find that rhythm, to find that way to play that put them seemingly in the right spot. 
And if there's one thing everybody knows about this Magic team and about really the NBA in general, you don't just pick up where you left off. It takes a lot of work to get back there. Well, the goals remain the same. It's, it's, it's really uh, keep getting better and better. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're going to start the season with a different roster. Uh, we have injuries. We have uh, new guys. We have rookies. But the goal is always to play Magic basketball, uh, to be a tough team to play against. Um, and, you know, have a defensive mindset. Uh, it, 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 it never changes. Uh, you know, years and, and, and roster you know, are obviously different, but the the mindset stays, stays the same. And the Magic have to get back to that. Whatever it was, whatever the Magic wanted to be, all those things, it was far from consistent last year. And so if the Magic want to accomplish the goals that, that Aaron Gordon believes they can accomplish, they have to do the things that Evan Fournier says they have to do. And of course, saying them is different than doing them. Everyone can know what they have to do conceptually, but doing them at a high enough level to succeed in the NBA is a much different proposition. That's something maybe the Magic learned last year as they went through the playoff battles once again. The bottom line is this. The Magic did not have the 2020 season they wanted to have. And that's why we're in this situation where the 2021 season has so much uncertainty. Why... A team that seemed to have some endless possibilities or or the potential to do more suddenly feels like it's hit its ceiling. Why there's so so many doubts and so much doubt about what this team is capable of doing. What has really changed from last year to this year? What really changed to make some people believe the Magic could compete for home court advantage in 2020 compared to this year where people don't think they can even make the playoffs? These are all extremely fair questions. Perhaps last year's expectations were too high. Perhaps this year's expectations are too low. The one thing is, the one thing that this continuity has given the Magic is a chance to prove it one way or the other. And anything's still possible. But there is a lot of work ahead. And unfortunately, a lot of it is going to center around Aaron Gordon once again. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. We are in full NBA season preview mode. The wait is almost over. The 2021 NBA season is almost here. Starting on December 22nd, we've got games next Friday, one week from today. And Locked On NBA Podcast is here to get you ready with a special week of shows beginning December 14th. Get previews of every team, including the Orlando Magic, division by division from all 30 of our Locked On local experts, including us here at Locked On Magic. Plus, waiver wire additions from Locked On Fantasy Basketball, rookies to watch from Chad Ford, and predictions on each division from rejecting the screen. Subscribe to Locked On NBA wherever you get podcasts to get yourself ready for this wonderful 2021 season. I've actually yet to record my preview. I'm kind of holding out a little bit. So, sorry, guys, it's at the home office. Um, trying to get a little bit more information because so much of this Magic team is, is still very hard to pin down. 
as much as we know about this team, as much as we've seen this group play together, there's still this wide variability. When Aaron Gordon says he thinks that the Magic can compete for home court advantage or, or can be more than they were last year, I believe him. I think this team is more talented than it was last year. For those who are cynical and think that the Magic will not make the playoffs, I very easily could see the bottom falling out on this team and the Magic being in prime lottery position. This is still an extremely difficult team to peg, and frankly, the difference between the Magic being one team or the other is very, very small. There isn't a huge, huge difference between what the Magic could be at their top end or their bottom end. But here's one thing that I do know. Here's one thing that I am fairly certain about. That if the Magic are going to be the best version of themselves, if the Magic are going to be a team that takes that next step, it's still going to come down to Aaron Gordon. The same question that we had at the beginning of last season is the same question that we have today. Can Aaron Gordon take that leap? Can Aaron Gordon put all the pieces together of of a player who's just immensely talented? Talent that we've seen shine through and show up in fits and starts and spurts. This guy is capable of doing it. This guy is capable of doing great things. But this isn't a league that's about what can you do one time. It's about what you can do every night. And that's been the part that's eluded Aaron Gordon. Last season, undoubtedly, Aaron Gordon's gear was derailed by injuries from the very start. In the third preseason game of the season, he got popped in the jaw and had to miss a week of training camp. Uh, Within 13 games of the start of the season, he sprained his ankle, had to miss a few games. He came back after three games out, but was clearly not right. His defense took a dip. His scoring took a dip. His shooting took a major dip. It was not a good year for Aaron Gordon. It was a frustrating season for Aaron Gordon, so much so that in late December or mid-December, Gordon admitted that his ankle wasn't, or his leg still wasn't feeling quite right. And there was consideration that he would sit out, which is very much not in his nature. And of course... He was able to get himself going by the All-Star break and put up some incredible numbers, including his first career triple-double. His shooting started to turn. Then came the bubble, and Gordon was playing exceptionally well when an injury again derailed him. With Aaron Gordon's career, it's always been two steps forward and one step back, it seems. If not two steps, if not two steps forward, two steps back, or one step forward, two steps back. It's been hard to figure out Aaron Gordon. And yes, with Jonathan Isaac set to take on a new contract. Gordon's name has been at the heart of every trade rumor involving the Magic because this guy is still only 25 years old. And with two years left on his contract, certainly very, very movable uh, for a team that wants to take a chance on him or put him in the right role. In fact, most uh, most of those you know articles that come out in the offseason of players that need new scenery, Aaron Gordon is usually at the top of the list. There's still a lot of people who believe in Aaron Gordon. They just don't believe in him necessarily on this Magic team. Gordon, for his part, said that he spent his offseason trying to improve his shot. He knows that improving his shot is the key to unlocking so much of what he does, of what he can be. But really, a lot of it is staying healthy, something that he hasn't been able to do for much of his career. His most successful seasons, the 2018 season, as well as, frankly, the 2019 season, his two best seasons, 
he stayed relatively injury-free. He didn't miss very much time. Certainly not with the kind of nagging injuries that kind of disrupt rhythm and, 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 and lower his athletic ability. Aaron Gordon is the central figure of this season. He is oh, as much of a wild card as anything else. I mean, certainly, we don't know what we're going to get out of Cole Anthony. We don't know what we're going to get out of Chumo Kiki. We don't know what advancements Markel Fultz will take. At this point, we can be reasonably certain what Nikola Vucevic, Evan Fournier, and Terrence Rosser can give you on a nightly basis. It's still Aaron Gordon that we don't know. It's still Aaron Gordon that is capable of taking the leap, of getting to that next step. It's still Aaron Gordon. And it's not entirely clear which Aaron Gordon the Magic will get. Is it the pedestrian one from last year? Is it the superstar and waiting one from 2018? Is it the Sean Marion utility knife from 2019? We don't know. And seven years into his career, six years into his career, that's a problem. Don't get me wrong. It's not good this deep into Aaron Gordon's career that we still don't know what he is. But he is undoubtedly still young enough to figure it out. And if all the pieces click, if he becomes the player that we think he can, the Magic are going to have a very good season. That I am certain of. Are you betting on it? Are you counting on it? Are you certain, 100% certain that it will happen? Certainly the optimism that it will happen has decreased. That's what's changed about this team. The belief and optimism of what they can become has completely changed. And most certainly it has changed for Aaron Gordon. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Over the weekend for a breakdown of the Magic's first half schedule. We'll talk about that coming up on Monday's episode of Locked On Magic. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.